guys, welcome to Just Angie. Today's episode, we have our special guest. Um, he is, you know, a Cali boy raised in... Where, <laughs> where are you from? Oceanside. Oceanside. Yeah. Um, it's it's our boy Ty, you know? It's, it's just Ty. <laughs> it's our boy. It's our boy Ty, you know? This is my second time hanging out with him. You know, yeah. You know, your parents tell you, like, stranger danger, but here I am. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know? He's he's trusting. He's a black sheep. He surfs. He skates. What else do you do? Um, just do stuff. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I like to um, find ways to make money without having to work, so I have more freedom, more, like, free time. To like spend with people, okay, and stay healthy, stay like always moving forward with stuff. I don't know, you know, just keeping it going, stuff like that. Cool, cool. So we have you on today, cause you are looking for a honey. That's why. <laughs> That's why. That's the reason. That's the reason we have you. <laughs> so. Uh. The first time we met, I was introduced to you as, this is my friend Ty. He is looking for a Mexican girlfriend. So. Or Hispanic. Or Hispanic. Does Latina. It doesn't have to exclusively be Mexican. But, okay. So, tell us about that. Okay. Um, where do I start? So. So, why? First, why? I don't know. Just like, you know when you like see people mm-hmm. and you, um, you know how there's just those people that you fall for faster than other people? Yeah. Like some people it'll take time, you have to get to know them, but then some people it's like, you just think they're beautiful, you think their personality is beautiful, their culture, whatever, mm-hmm. you just want to be around them. Like that's like, usually with like, um, like Mexican girls, um. I don't know. I noticed one thing. Like, Mexican girls seem like, um, not all, obviously, but, like, you know, they seem like, uh, like, they have more of a sense of humor. Like, they're not dry. They have, like, uh, they can be, you know, anyone can be, but, like, they just, like, um. They joke around more. They have, yeah, they have more, like, depth in a way. When, um, how would I explain that? Like, you know. Love, you can't explain. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Easy to the max, ladies. Okay. So, have you dated a Hispanic girl before? Not technically dated, but... Hung out? Had, like, a thing, you know? Okay. With, like, a couple, but never, like... Dude, I used to be the most shy, never, like... I would never make a move. Okay. Always overthought everything. When I wasn't overthinking, it was good, because I was just being me, but I was just scared. I don't know, I'm nervous. Okay. But, yeah. So, Mexicans, it was always a failure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, we, we can be intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. always end up failures. I don't think you're, Mexicans are intimidating, though. What? Excuse me? I don't think intimidating. I don't know. I like, you know what I like? I okay. like how they seem intimidating. Mm-hmm. But I can go straight for their soft spot, and I can just be like, yeah, you're not scary to me. And then they just 
they stop, you know? Okay, okay. That's what I look like now. Yeah. That, like, they put up their armor, mm-hmm. but then I just, I take it off, and I'm like, I know that's not you. It's not really you. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, like, Dude, yeah. People, okay. people put up fronts, you know? They're scared to show their inner self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, why... What's the thing with the other girls? Like, why did it just... Was a hangout? Yeah, I did some thing? white girls. Um, I don't know. It was, like, just too easy. Kind of boring. Okay. You know what I mean? Just, um... I don't know. It's like it's different. Like, I mean, I can't say this for all Mexicans because they're not all like this. But like, I always find that they're funnier. Okay. I laugh more. I like. I feel like, like I'm not always trying to make them laugh. They're yeah. also trying to make me laugh. Yeah. So it feels like reciprocated in a way. But with white girls, it's like they kind of um, don't have that. They just are like. They try to get you to like them by not, um... Like, not being genuine? Yeah, they're trying to be, like, that fake little, like, Instagram model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're even trying to be it around you, not just on Instagram, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I notice a lot with white people, I don't know if it's white people, but it's for me, um, what I've noticed is they they use their money to, like, express their love more than their, like, actions and feelings and, like, creativity, I guess. So mm-hmm. they'll just buy you something. Okay. And they'll be like, here. And you're like, oh, thanks. But then there's no, like, connection. Okay. You know? There's nothing no, like, personal. There's nothing that, like, sparks in your brain where you're like, holy shit, that was meaningful. Yeah. Like, yeah, you spent money, but, like, I don't know. When someone makes you a gift, mm-hmm. it's different than when someone buys you a gift. No, yeah. So, I don't know, what do you want to talk about? Business school? Uh, I could tell you my college story. Alright, go. My, my rundown. So, when I went out of high school, had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, I was good at, like, engineering and stuff like that. I took a class in high school, and I, like, it was literally so easy because I loved it, and I just could do it, and, um, just like building things on the computer, like on 3D models and stuff. And I was like, I get like creative because you could build anything. Like I could build like a mini spaceship or something, yeah. something cool, and 3D print it. But back then, because this was like, I don't know, six years ago, that's forever, you know? But um, it was back when stuff, it was all more expensive, it was all more new technology. But yeah, so I was like, I was like, I'm gonna become an engineer and then I graduate and then my parents are like all right um where are you gonna go and I'm like well I got accepted to Cal State San Marcos because that's what my counselor told me was like a good option um because it's close and it's just like um cheaper and stuff and so I was like all right sweet but they didn't have engineering stuff there so I was like well my other kind of personality is like business everything together and then what you make is, like, something that can change people's lives in, like, a good way. But then you make money for it. Because I've always been, like, a very, like, people-pleasing person. So, like, I was, like, maybe I could put that to good use and use that natural kind of, like, way that I am 
and then also make a living for it so I can... Because, you know, it sucks having a job and trying to do what you love. Yeah. It's best when you combine it. Mm. So <clears throat> that's kind of where I was trying to go with business, and I didn't, I didn't really know what I was doing because I'm so shy. See, I don't see the shyness. I honestly don't like, like <clears throat> okay 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 yeah maybe not with you because like um like whenever like right now in my life I'd say I'm like I've come out of like my shell the most okay. like I'm being like no no doubt like I have like really like come out of my shell and kind of became myself you mm-hmm. know around everyone not just like you know like introvert kind of so mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so back to, okay, so business, so I went to this, I went to Cal State San Marcos, I hated every minute of it, I literally (laughs) hated it, um, I, I was going there for general ed, which, like, it's such a waste of money, yeah, yeah, so, like, that was obviously a big portion of it, um, I liked Spanish class, though, of course. Okay. <laughs> My teacher was from Tijuana. Okay. All right. All right. And I used to talk to her, and she brought conchas to class. Nice. It was freaking awesome, dude. And um, she was from like San Diego or something, so she'd be late. Was this day. has this been planned? Like taking Spanish classes because you're. Oh like, yeah, no, yeah. I wanna, I wanna like, okay, a big like goal of mine. Mm-hmm. I know this might sound cool. I don't know, but I want to like. So we live in, like, time zones, right? Mm-hmm. I want to live in each time zone for, like, a little bit. Okay. And travel the world like that. Just, like, slowly get across the world. Oh, wow. Okay. Because it takes time, you know? It's yeah, like yeah. A, You're not just going to finish in a year. Like, you got something to do for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you need money for that, and you need a way to earn money without being stable in one spot. You have mm-hmm. to be mobile. So that's part of, like, the business school idea. I want to... Do something that doesn't require me to work at one storefront or one place. But yeah, you can have you stuck somewhere for like a long time. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think that's a big thing is feeling stuck. Mm-hmm. That was like that's like a huge thing in my life that I don't like. Like I'm very like fearful of that. I'd say like feeling stuck with a person, feeling stuck with a job, feeling stuck with like a place. Like, COVID's killing me right now because I'm stuck. Yeah. You know? So, like, and I bet a lot of people feel the same exact way. But, no, yeah. So, uh, business school, I was going, I was passing, like, first year, I was passing all the classes that were, like, easiest. And then the rest, um, I was in, like, this, like, high-level calculus because my math scores placed me there. And I was just, like, I don't care Mm -hmm. at all. And I was just, like, I don't... And, like, I think when I don't care about something, I really half-ass it. Like, okay, I just, yeah. I can't, like, my mind, like, goes ADHD with that. So, like, I can't even focus. I don't know. This might sound funny, but I can't, I can read, but I can't sit and read books. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I can't do that. Like, if I listen to the audiobook, I'll be doing something and listening to it, and I will retain all the information while doing something. Okay. I'm just like that. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. like like that so like um reading like all the books and stuff sucked but then how I would learn was the lectures in class I'd learn and then I would go on YouTube and look up the same exact chapter lectures and I would get like three I just watched over and over again until I understood 
and that was like my hack that was like my cheat to like getting through school i never even used the school i pretty much just used youtube Tube, yeah and google um dude khan academy saves your life I did that a little bit, yeah, with the calculus, but no, I failed calculus. I I failed calculus two times before I passed it, like. Oh my god, and my calculus (laughs) teacher, he was never a teacher before. Oh, really? He was a tutor for the school. He was like a tutor, it was like, it was like his fourth year being a tutor, and he like did something to where he could become a professor. Yeah. And he came the first day of school and didn't even have the syllabus finished. It was, like, halfway written out. Are you serious? He didn't email any of the students. We didn't get, like, his, you know, when, like, you sign up on, like, the portal? Yeah. He didn't have his thing set up whatsoever. Didn't have his picture, name, nothing. It was just like that. So we got to class and we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. And he walks in and we thought he was another student. And we were like, he walked up to the front and we're like, oh, is this the teacher? Yeah. And then... Like, the first five minutes, he's, like, setting up his shit, and he's not even talking to us, and we're, and the class has already started. He yeah. actually, he got there late. He was late, like, almost every day. There were... Sucked at teaching. He wouldn't, his rules, you couldn't, like, ask questions during class. You had to save all of them for after class, so he's, like, just write them down. And so I was, like... What's the point? It's kind of lame. Yeah. Yeah, it was, he really sucked, and um, I definitely didn't try. So, yeah, I kind of had bad experience with, um, like, school in general out there. That's why I hated it. But, um, basically, I went there for the first uh, year. It was two semesters. I hated it. I think I failed one class each semester, and the rest were, like, A's or B's. I don't know, I just, like, did that for some reason, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, every day kind of sucked. I was like, should I make friends here? What should I do? Um, my schedule was really whack. I had a morning class, and then I had, like, a late, like, a almost night class, so, like, it was, like, a nine-hour difference, so I'd, I'd drive there twice, or I'd stay there for ten hours. Do now. Very, very, like taxing mentally to be like at school every day for 10 hours but um and not even be happy to to begin with so like yeah but I was like yeah I can't do this I'm dropping out and then I just left the school went to community college in Miracosta so I went from Cal State San Marcos to Miracosta in Oceanside and that is literally like two blocks from my high school so like it was like chill as well. Yeah. And I, I went there and I saw so many people from high school. I was like, what the fuck? They're like, they're, we'd say like hi and be like, yeah, I was at Casa San Marcos and I didn't like it in general. It was like, like really weird. And they're like, oh, and yeah, they're like, yeah, it's it's uh, easier to get your general ed out of the way at community college because the classes are easier and the professors are like chill. I was like, oh. And then I tried that. Um, and I killed it there. I was taking the accounting, which is, like, really hard. And um, I got an A for, like, both of the general ed accountings and mm-hmm. stuff, which, like, I didn't even expect because that shit was hard. But I was, like, working hard, actually. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It was just different. And um, every morning to Cal State San Marcos, it was... I 
I killed it there. I had I had a lot of fun actually. And then, um, actually, what happened was midway through my Cal State San Marcos uh, first semester, um, I really liked the idea of investing and having money work for you, not you work for money, because it just seems really like sustainable. Yeah. You know, like you don't have to like, you know, when you're sixty, you're gonna be dead. Well, okay, I was like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) hopefully I'll be retiring. (laughs) You're going to be, be like, like tired of working at me, but yeah, not dead, dead, but, like, like figuratively dead, you know, like, you're just going to be mentally tired, physically tired, your body's not going to work the same. So, like, I just didn't want to, like, I didn't want to be, like, feel like a, like, not a slave, because that's, like, obviously a lot worse, but, like, it feels, you feel like that stuck trap. You're, like, dead end, you know? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So, I didn't want that. I wanted something sustainable. That I could live like my whole life happy and like enjoy time with people, um, and so I found um, trading forex, foreign exchange market. Okay. So my friend is like he was like marketing like he he was trying to he got like a uh, a job at a car dealership and he was like. He was just selling cars and just spitting game out there. And he tried to do the same thing with this Forex grind where, like, um, pretty much it's just trading currency values. Mm-hmm. So, like, it goes up and down, and you're just trading the the, the in-between. So, um, he there was, like, this – you know what an MLM is? No. Multi-level marketing. It's – um, what's, like – what's that one drink? There's, like – they do it a lot with tea and, like – weight loss stuff where you buy the products and then you sell them to people and then you recruit them like a pyramid scheme exactly okay it's like exactly that (laughs) but they call it like mlm to like not make it sound illegal yeah okay basically that's what he got me into i didn't realize it at the time because it was my first experience with it um so, yeah, I got into that. I was, like, like I was hyped on it because I wanted to trade and do all that and earn money like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Did um, you make money? Oh, yeah, and I, ma- I make money now. Oh, so I'll you're still in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll get, oh, I'll oh get okay, to that. okay. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. But, um, but um, yeah, so um, I was making, like, I was actually making money with it because – being a part of it, they give you things. So they're like, here, they have like this, they had, it was called, okay, what it was called was iMarkets Live. There might be some people that laugh, that hear it, okay. because it's like, when you know what it is, you're like, oh, fuck, he got trapped. Like, you get, it's bad. But um, it's like $245 a month you pay to be a part of it. And they would send me, I had like multiple things. I had like these people that would trade for me. Mm-hmm. And I'd just have an account, and they would trade it and make money on it. And then I had another one where it was an algorithm, and it would just automatically trade all the time, make money, like literally like like a, an ATM for you practically. And then there was one where they would send you trades, and you would take them. And I had all of those going. Um, the, the guy and the algorithm, they kind of like weren't good. They would like slowly lose you money, just slowly over time. Yeah. Um, so I stopped that, but the one was called Swipe Trades, where it was literally like an app on your phone, and you'd swipe um, 
when they send you a new trade, you'd like you could swipe through like all the the history of them, mm-hmm. and then they'd send you a new one on top of it, and then um, it would literally tell you just um, so it's called you have like your 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 trade, and then you have a stop loss and a take profit. Stop loss is where it would go if it was going against you and you were losing money. It mm-hmm. would stop you from losing money, and then take profit is obviously just taking your profits. It would just take you out when you have a, when you have like a certain set of profit. So I was just doing that, just setting those, and I literally turned a five hundred dollar account into four thousand dollars in two months. Oh. And I was like, I was like, what? Like, well, why can't I just do this for a living? Yeah. Like I could just do this, and then hang out with people and do other stuff too. I guess maybe have like a chill job or something. But, um, you know, like money is usually your first problem, and then after that, you get to the the root of everything else of your so like I was like if I could just do that but yeah that was 245 a month and what would happen is you'd like you'd recruit two people and it'd be free so they'd always have people being recruited um and my friends didn't even use it so it kind of like sucked and then I was like well if you guys aren't going to use it I don't want to waste your money so just delete it and stuff and so I like closed their accounts for them so they wouldn't charge them anymore yeah and then um I left it and everything, and I was like, well, I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to, like, actually do this on my own. Because they also had education on there. They had, like, beginner, intermediate, advanced, expert, kind of, like, uh, just a bunch of, like, lessons and stuff in, like, different folders. And I went all the way to, like, the advanced, and then, um, which is, like, 20 hours of stuff. And, like, um, I got there, and then I was like, oh, I think I can do this. I'm going to and then, and then that four thousand dollar count it was like at like four thousand two hundred something, mm-hmm. and I left it and um, I left the the iMarket Slide the MLM and it was done and I was like all right I'm doing this on my own independently, and no lie within that week I lost all of it. Are you serious? <laughs> oh! It took two months to go up to that, and within that first week, all of it was gone. Holy shit. 100% was gone. And I was like, fuck. Like, dude, that hurts. That's like... No, I bet, yeah. It's like a real stab in the chest. But I was like, well, I got there once, so I could probably do it again. Uh, It wasn't obviously my effort, my, like, uh, brain power to get there. But, I mean, I did... Like, it kind of proved to me it was possible, you know? Like, this isn't impossible. This isn't a facade. So I was like, all right. It's not one of those dreams that you would want to attain. So I was like, all right, well, I could do this. And then while I was at Miracosta, I was uh, trading, um, like literally full-time trading, working uh, dominoes, and um, going to school. I was killing it. I was like, I was literally working dominoes. Okay, one other thing, though. At Cal San Marcos, I was working 30 hours a week at other places so mm-hmm. like i was like not 100 percent school cool, yeah i was like trying to make money because like parking at casa san marcos per year is like 900 dollars. so like i was doing that and then tuition was like there were fees and stuff and um i didn't take out any loans or anything so it was just all on me and then uh, my parents also had like the gi bill which covered tuition but was retarded because 
didn't cover everything. Yeah, it doesn't cover everything. I think like 80% like, or something. It's or... like a scam, kind of. So, yeah. like, I was like, the hell, like, they lied. And then, so, so like, I was paying, like, I was paying, like, uh, six grand a year, which is not bad, obviously, for college, but, like, when you're doing it on your dime, that, that portion, it's a little difficult. No, yeah. Um, and on top of that, I had to drive, like, an hour and a half every day, so, like, I was wasting gas. Like, I would fill up every, like, day or two. Um, so it was just expensive, but, so, um, yeah, I was working Domino's, um, going to Maricosta and then trading full-time, and then I took, I I took, like, an economics class in Maricosta, and it was such a joke. It was so easy, and then the teacher was so bad that, um, I was teaching kids in the class. Oh. It was kind of funny, but she was just uh, a wreck in the, like life anyway she like uh, divorced her husband and all that and, um i don't know it's kind of sad when professors bring you into their yeah. life it's crazy forget their people too but um yeah so like where am i so yeah i just i was i was kind of like so that first year was like um yeah i've been doing it for like almost three like two and a half years now so that first year was like just losing money, practically. Oh, sounds like it. It sucks, you know. You gotta, you gotta learn somehow, though. To be honest, like you, you won't learn unless you lose money, because it yeah. won't, it won't affect you the same way. But, um, see, I was doing that. I was like, I was loving school. Never thought I would. And then, I was like, all right, well, this is my new plan. I'm going to get so good at trading forex that I'm going to live off of that and then go to school and pursue like some sort of um, biology or like um, animal kind of studies mm -hmm. and then I'd go work in Africa or something and like just spend all my time with animals like as if I worked at the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like this would be super dope. I was like yeah. I'm going to do it. And then um, I, I mean I'm still trying to do that but I'm more into the, the business forex stuff right now than mm -hmm. I am into the other like passion pursuing job mm -hmm. um, kind of deal. So like, yeah, I was like, I'm gonna do that. And then the first year was like losing money practically. The second year literally was like break even. Okay. I wasn't making or losing money. It was pretty cool because that was when I started like actually seeing like- Results, basically. Like results but not positive results mm -hmm. just like better you know yeah. like I was like I, I could maybe do this like it was like literally slowly over those year like a couple of years like slowly gaining confidence mm -hmm. and I feel like as I was doing that I was also really growing as like a person mm -hmm. and I was learning a lot about myself because really though really the whole thing about like like trading and investing and stuff it literally has a lot to do with economics but most of it is to do with human psychology of when people like are too scared to stay in something like when I was too scared to like not too scared but I mean I guess scared but to feel like stuck in a relationship mm -hmm. so I was like learning about myself in that way and I was like and I was like man this trading thing is really like at its base psychology yeah. and I'm really learning about myself more than I even understood I was. And so that's when I really started to love trading. Like I was like I was like this is literally like 
like every lesson I learned trading is actually a life lesson that I would learn as well. Like, um, just like, like there's like some like cutting your losses, like don't let something grow into something awful. Just cut it before it gets that bad. Mm -hmm. Like if you're in a relationship with someone, um, and you're trying your best for like a year, but it's just been shitty for the past six months. Like, I don't know, maybe take a break, do something, or just maybe realize that you guys aren't really cut out for each other mm -hmm. as much as you love that person and stuff. And just like, just like pursue yourself. And like also one other thing is trading. Um, if you're not doing your own ideas, you're doing someone else's ideas. And you're just copying. So you're not actually learning. You're just copying someone else. Um, and so really you're not comfortable with your own, like you're not confident in yourself. You're not even confident in yourself to like make those ideas or to learn what you need to learn. And so that kind of taught me like I need to be like comfortable with myself, like being alone. Like if I can't even be alone, then I can't be with someone because like you, you shouldn't be dependent on someone first yeah, of all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's unhealthy. Like if you're dependent and you can't be independent, like you can be dependent, but to a certain extent, yeah, yeah. you can't be independent, then you, you shouldn't be dependent. You no, should yeah. be working on yourself first. So that taught me that. And I was just like, man, like this is like, this whole thing's deeper than I expected it to be. But I kind of liked it because it, it also is kind of like helping me like grow up in a way. Yeah. Like I'm but really But that's like, the thing though. You're 21, right? I know. I know. I know. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, it's like a basically I'm like talking to someone like maybe my age older, you know, like yeah. you like grew up fast. Do you think like yeah. something like in your past like pushed you? Oh, to, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. My whole childhood yeah. has literally forced me to grow up fast because being like – like you said, black sheep, mm -hmm. I'm a redhead. So it's like, no one, no one can like, um, I don't know, like, I'm like a new experience in a way for everyone. Mm -hmm. Everyone's used to their own look being around them. So when they see me, they feel like it's a different thing. It's really not, obviously, because yeah. I grew up around them. So it's like, we're practically the same. But, you know, like, everything's kind of visual for us. Like, we see, like, a lot of colors and have really good eyesight for a reason, mm -hmm. you know? So, it's, um, you know, I was, I was always treated different. I was bullied a bit. When I was in elementary school, I was bullied a lot. But I was, like, very loving and nice. Mm -hmm. So, I kind of, like, killed the bullies with kindness. Not even on purpose. Like, yeah. I was just You're being, just being yourself. Yeah, yeah, I was just being super nice and stuff. And, like, um, like the teachers all loved me and stuff. Um... I made a lot of friends, and then I also made a lot of people that I tried to be friends with that were just like, we don't want to hang out with you. And I was just like, well, that, it just feels weird. There's no yeah. reason, you know? Like, I always felt like if they just gave me a chance, they'd probably, like, like me, because I, I know everyone does. When I, when I like, actually talk to them, I feel like I change people. Like, they, they feel good, like, stuff like that. And so, um, yeah, like, being, like, that black sheep, I was, like, always like trying to figure out what the hell was going on yeah like where did i fit in because i never felt like i fit in anywhere um 
and like just being around like friend groups I never I was I always had like a new friend group every like year or two but I went to the same school. I wasn't like, you know how like those military kids? Yeah. I was going around, they're like, ah, oh, it's tough for me. I'm always moving. That's what I felt like, but I was at home. So okay. it was like a different feeling, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's probably also why I kind of like Mexicans is because they never gave a shit. Um, I don't know if they were being bullied or like some racist stuff was happening or what, but um, I was like mostly friends with Mexicans. Like... Felt like I guess like some. It's kind of like like the island of misfit toys, you know. Yeah. Just like. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, but I never really saw them as misfits. I always saw myself as a misfit, <laughs> trying to be with like the normal people. Yeah. But um. Yeah. Um. I guess when you're, like. Like six to thirteen or something. That's when your brain is forming like the, region that's like what you're attracted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the school I went to, I. S- I mean, I don't, I've never seen a statistic, but I feel like it was probably like 80% Mexican. Oh, really? Okay. So I feel like that was a big part of why I'm just like attracted to that. To, to like, yeah. So, um, yeah, so pretty much, yeah, like I was going on that. Um, and then um, through high school was like, that was confusing as hell because I felt comfortable around Mexicans, but they never wanted to really be around me in high school. Because you know, high school is like somewhat like prison. Like everyone just hangs out with their own clique, like and whites everything. and blacks and Mexicans. Basically, yeah. But it's like not like that. Um, there's obviously like mixing, but like I don't know. You notice it when you're there, but um, it's kind of like you could like talk to certain people in class, but yeah. out of, outside of class, it's like. No, we don't even know each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In class, I was friends with, like, a lot of people. But then outside of class, it's awkward. But Yeah. Yeah, so, like, um, I noticed once one thing that, I mean, I bet no one really noticed. But I noticed that people that were white, um, closest looking to me in a way, they were more comfortable around me quicker. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. And then I noticed, like, those girls, like, a lot of white girls liked me. And I never was, like, really into them at all because when I was younger, I was trying to be friends with everyone, and they treated me like shit, too. Yeah. Like, everyone treated me, like, kind of bad. Like, I got, like, I got jumped in, like, third grade. No way! I didn't even know that was, a, like, I didn't know that that happened in third grade, especially out here, you know? It's, yeah. We're not in, like, the ghetto or anything. Um, it's not, like, serious like that. So, mm. I got jumped by, like, two kids, and they, like, were kicking me on the ground and shit kind of jumped. Yeah, it was weird, but I don't really remember it, but I remember the two kids, their name was like, one of them was like Adrian, and another, I don't know, it was a Mexican and a black kid though, but, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know, I just remember my mom making a huge deal about it, and like, talking to the school and stuff about it, but, um, I think nothing happened to him, that was like, always weird, like, nothing ever would happen to anyone, um, when it came to like, fighting, but, um, Okay, so, yeah, I, I grew up kind of fast in high school because um, the first three years were pretty rough because um, I just felt like I didn't fit in, and I always was talking to, like, Mexican girls, but then at the same time, I felt like my parents wouldn't approve of that in a way. Really? I don't know. Was like, it just all in your head or just, like... Most of it, yeah. yeah. But, like, my... I don't know, like, if you ever notice, like, I feel like the George Bush era to the Obama era was a very like, a very big change for, like, America in a way, so, like, and, like, obviously, we're really young, 
so like we don't really know like we didn't really like we're not involved with it at all mm-hmm. but i feel like a lot of attitudes changed like when i look back i'm like people like not only treated me different but like um just kind of like how society mixed with each other was different um and so like freshman year of high school i talked to like three mexican girls like i was all over the place like i was i was just like always trying to like I don't know, I just felt comfortable. And then um, I didn't really have, like, a friend group, so I was really just hanging out with girls all the time. Yeah. And then, um, like, sophomore year, I started hanging out with the surfers because I like surfing, and then that was just who I'd be around. So, um, and skating, which they go hand in hand. But, yeah, so, like, my friend group was always changing, so I felt like I always had to be understanding people. Yeah. Like, no matter who they were, like, learning cultures and stuff um and then senior year was like the best year but even though it was the best year it was like like literally halfway right in the middle actually it was like when do you start school august usually that's like yeah august yeah so it was october okay um my best friend's girlfriend who he had just broken up with killed herself and yeah, oh. it, got, oh. it got deep fast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did not see that coming. She okay. hit the fan. But, um, no, yeah, so I had to grow up. Like, right there, I felt like I felt like I had to, like, like you know, to cope, to, like, yeah. for your mind to understand because, like, shit just hits you. Mm-hmm. Like, two days before, we all went to homecoming. And I have pictures of us. Are at, you serious? I, yeah, I have pictures of us at homecoming. Um, everyone met at my house. Like, my girlfriend. Actually, we weren't dating at the time. We were, it was, like, right before. But it was um, this girl. Um, I'm going to make up a name. Her name was. Samantha. Samantha. There we go. That wasn't her name, but that's. <laughs> I don't want to, like, you know. Um, yeah, so me and Samantha, we were, like, um. I, I, I liked her, but, like, she wasn't my first pick, you know? Mm-hmm. But I was like, man, I'll give her a shot because maybe, like, like we really were cool together, too. Like, I always felt comfortable around her. And then um, we went together, and then my friend and his ex, like, they literally broke up but still went to homecoming together. Okay. He was really – he's, a, like, a really good guy mm-hmm. to her and stuff, but she just had, like, a lot of um, – she just had a lot of family problems. She was, like, homeless for a bit, and um, her dad was in jail for most of her life, and her mom had, like, thyroid cancer. Ew. So, like, she was, like, the second parent, mm-hmm. and then she had a lot of stress, and she was super smart and did, like, cross-country and was just, like, killing it all the time and everything, but just a lot of stress, and... I think her mental health was, like, also, like, kind of deteriorating as well, just with all the, like, baggage of just family, like, destruction in a way. And so, um, yeah, she took her own life two days after homecoming. Um, The day after homecoming, she, like, didn't show up to school, and I was like, where is she and stuff? And then, um, because I had a class with her, Mm -hmm. and I would, like, during class, we would always talk and stuff, because she was, like, the homie. It was the girl my friend's girl and so um and well she was like it was like one of those I had like a relationship with her to where like um at first I didn't like her and then it took time for me to actually like get to know her and then like we 
built like a friendship and then we actually liked being around each other mm-hmm. um and we would have fun together and i started to like really um care about her as a friend and stuff you know and so yeah that happened and then it just was like like it was just like what the fuck like yeah. what what do i do now like what is um what is like my path because she obviously didn't see a path yeah and i don't see a path so like i need a path because i don't want to that okay that i think was like a lesson that taught me to never do that not because it's like the wrong thing to do but it hurts other people it's like like people usually kill themselves because they're selfless not selfish because they feel like they're a burden around other on other people Mm -hmm. so they're trying to like make other people's lives better when she did it she texted my friend like you'll understand in the end your life will be better so like it's all obviously wasn't like um her just being like wanting attention kind of or anything yeah it was like she really didn't believe she belonged here and that she was doing good or she felt like a burden um but that really like taught me a lot uh just about myself or like i need to really like take care of myself and like put yourself first it's like motivated me i think too like i was just like like i need to get my shit together like i don't want to end up like this not that like i'm judging her for it you know like but it's not something you would want to choose no like i don't want to because like i saw what it did to people you know like she wasn't there to see that she would never have known like how it would have affected other people if she would have left like that so i kind of like learned because when i was younger i did like think a lot about suicide like i remember distinctly like being in like when i was elementary school like feeling like no one liked me and i was in the bathtub and i would try to drown myself um but like you know your instincts always kick in and you like will breathe and stuff so like um i had like real real weird like feelings about all that and then when she did it i kind of like like that light bulb in my head like kind of just made me like just went off like just turned on and it was like had a realization of like 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 people do care about you even if they don't tell you yeah and even if they don't act like it but and then i i started learning psychology because um one of my friend's dads was the psychology teacher at the school and he that's who the class i had with her was him oh. was his class so he um i don't know like right after that i just really got into psychology and um understanding like how we think and if you if you know how you think if you really like understand the processes that go on in your brain like the direction they go before getting to the end point you know how everyone else's brain works and so you can kind of like sympathize and empathize with the people and you can like take them off of like a destructive path or you can do the same for yourself so like i don't know kind of like i feel like um i don't know if i grew up fast because of that or just all that but like um i just felt like like, I was done being that fucking shit-on person. Yeah. Like, I was done feeling like I'm a loser for no fucking reason. Like, 
I played sports and I always was like excelling. Like I was always like the first team guy. Like I would, I'd be put on like the MVP teams at like mm-hmm. the end of the season where like two people from the whole team would go create like the MVP dream team and you'd have like an all-star game. Okay. Yeah, you know yeah. how I do that with like basketball? Mm-hmm. So like I was every time. So I was like, like I never so it's had like, obviously the, people saw like how great you were, but you yourself yeah, were kind of like just yeah, shitting on yourself. Confidence like, yeah. thing. Exactly. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. So like, I was like, even if I don't see it, like I see like where I got with hockey, where I got with lacrosse, mm-hmm. like, like I literally was killing it all the time. Like I was like doing better than I expected. And then also having always people telling me like, like you could do this, you could go somewhere with this stuff like that. So like, it was kind of like building my confidence slowly, but I never saw it in myself. And then kind of after that, I was like, I was kind of like in like that survival mode where I'm like, I, I don't see it in myself, but I got to do it. Yeah. Because like, I don't want to end up like, like in this like suffering that she went through mm-hmm. and to like have this end point. And on top of that, I don't want to like suffer like alone, like not making money, like poor or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like just stuck in a rut, not able to, like, do something with myself, because, I mean, I had, like, really high hopes for myself, because hockey and lacrosse are very expensive sports, so the people that are drawn to them are very expensive people, so, um, all my friends, I used to, like, go to Coronado and Jet Ski all the time, and, like, their, their beach condos on, like, the, oh, okay, and then, yeah. like, and so was... I was, like, hanging out with, like, the rich kids all yeah. the time, and, um, so, like, that was kind of my norm, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, what you get used to. Yeah. So, like, um, I kind of felt like that's where I needed to be. Like, I needed to do that with myself, um, even though that's not where I'm from. That was just kind of who I surrounded myself with at the time. Um, and then, yeah, living in Oceanside. <clears throat> I was like, I need to, I need to, like, make a move. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, like, with girls, I was never confident either. So, like, I never really, like, I swear to God, like, the first maybe, like, ten girls pussied out of all of that. Like, I never made any moves, never, like, got anywhere. It was really? just friendship, friendly, whatever. Um, and then, like, um... So what's stopping you now, though, from making a move with someone? <clears throat> Besides, oh, COVID. Not... besides COVID, oh, besides COVID, besides COVID, yeah. Well, I'm kind of, um, I'm trying to like really pursue this business I have right now. That's your main focus. Yeah, yeah, and just get it running and like get it so stable to where I don't need to think about it that much. I actually am very close to that, but um, I just need bigger just more zeros, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, once the zero, like, I already have, like, the first, right now, I'm trading to where every time I win, I make $150. And each trade probably uh, takes less than a day. Mm -hmm. So, like, I could make almost $150 a day, which is just, like, another job. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, Domino's is, like, 20 an hour, 30 an hour depending on the tips. So double that and I'm making like 50 an hour, right? Yeah. So it's like it's like a better it's like as if I had like a job with a degree or something. So mm-hmm. um yeah, but right now it's good. Like I'm doing way better. I'm on like almost my third year. 
really learned a lot about myself, which has helped me so much with it because it's really just a mind game. That's all it is. It's just like another sport physically, but you're just using your brain instead. Mm-hmm. And um, I never really tried in school, and I always had A's and B's. I think it was just because I didn't really care. Because you know how you're pushed into school? It's yeah, really yeah, a yeah. requirement to go to public school or private or whatever. So, like, you never really, like, are, have gratitude for it. Exactly. You never, like, get to choose the classes that you actually yeah, want to study. Exactly. Yeah, So, yeah, but, yeah, so, like, I grew up, grew up um, I guess, fast, like you say. But, I mean, I don't know. Just went through what I had to go through, and I... I always try to make the right decision. Mm-hmm. I always try to not be lazy because I've been lazy enough in the past to where I've seen where, like, I've missed out on opportunities and stuff. And um, my mom always kept me busy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Way too, I felt too busy. I, I, um, hockey was, like, four days a week. And Sunday mornings and Saturday mornings, so I never could, like, spend the night at friends' houses. I could never, like, be, like, you know, I just never had time for friends. I'd always, after school, I'd just go to practice. And it was in Escondido, so obviously none of my friends were there. Yeah. Um, But, um, let's see. So, yeah, like, I just, it was just just a little tough on the social side of my life, I'd say. A little difficult. Um, but that's like low key my life story right there in a way kind of like filtered out in the why I grew up fast in the question but yeah um, and then now I'm just trying to trying to work and have fun and have relationships with people and friends and um, cause cause I got very comfortable being alone yeah like, very comfortable, like, um, as comfortable as you could possibly get, I guess, without becoming a monk or something, meditating in a mountain, but, (laughs) (laughs) stuck in a cave, heating up towels, um, (laughs) with their body, but, um, yeah, so, like, I mean, that's kind of why, that's, like, leading up to, like, how we met, you know, through Jess, and, like, um, hanging out with like me hanging out with your your family oh yeah and you guys are super cool yeah we feels... didn't scare you off <laughs> no dude i've had scarier i've had way scarier dude my mom's pretty fucking scary oh really so <laughs> girls don't really scare me because i like my mom always was like very tough on me and mm-hmm. always trying to keep me on like the right path and keeping me busy so i wouldn't get into trouble so like i feel like i dealt with some pretty scary stuff with her just mm-hmm. fighting with her and stuff trying to like get space, you know, mm-hmm. trying to have my own space and, like, independence, but, so, like, girls don't, Mexican girls don't scare me. No? Come on. You heard it here first, ladies. <laughs> they don't scare me. I know what That's what you say, but that's because, like, we haven't shown you the real. Oh, no, the real, I know what it is, trust me. Yeah. I know. You guys act all tough, because that's what you want. Oh, excuse me, we are. You're all mean. <laughs> You're all like we play up the sass way too much, yeah. And then all you gotta do is peel back the shell on the camarón, <laughs> and it's all and it's all soft and, and and tastes good and whatever you know. Like, come on, 
You just gotta peel it off. Don't oh, wow. <laughs> and, like, like, cheesy as it sounds, like, like, love is the answer, you know? Yeah. Like, being aggressive and, like, pissed off all the time, no one's gonna live a happy life like that. You only live a happy life if you're, like, loving yourself, loving who you're around, loving yeah. your, your job, your passion, so. You legit just remind me of, like, Donkey with Shrek. Donkey? Because <laughs> you know, like, what? you have layers. Oh, the onions? Yeah, so I know. remind you of onions, not donkey. Just, you know, donkey, just, you know, trying to get, <laughs> get getting, like, to Shrek's good side. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's yeah. a good, that's really good, actually. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That was good. No, yeah. I like donkey, he, like, yeah, he brought out his soft side. I know, and, and exactly. Then he met Fiona and all. That's pretty, that was good. Yeah. I never would have thought that. Yeah. I, I love Shrek watch. way too much. Like, Dude, I used to watch Shrek a lot. Dude, I probably haven't memorized. Shrek, Finding Nemo, Disney. Dude, yeah. Disney was like the grind as a kid. Mm-hmm. I watch the fuck out of that. My mom said I used to, I would watch like a Disney movie and then I'd finish it and I'd be like, again. And then I would watch like, I would watch the same movie like multiple times in a day. Are you serious? I know, it's crazy, huh? What the heck? No, yeah. It's a lot of times. Just, <laughs> just watching the same one. <laughs> Is it? I know. A little kids. Just, yeah, but... That's, that's to now, but now I see high hopes, you know? Yeah. Got high hopes for the future. Nothing but the best. Just living the best life. And then trying to do the same for the people around me. Who I surround myself with. Yeah. Make their lives better. I don't know, maybe get to more and more maybe sometime conquer the world or something help everybody out. maybe invent something mango nada oh that looks so bomb <gasps> dude we should go to la michoacana we should go to la michoacana side note side note michoacana that's michoacana you've never been to la michoacana i forgot what it is is it the ice cream yeah but better it's like party ice cream. So there's alcohol in it. No. Oh. But like we have vodka. I have vodka. So we could legit get mangoniela and just put vodka in there. That's it. I'm such a bad influence. What? That looks so good. You know, a Slurpee with vodka, a red Slurpee. See, just the fun ice cream, like I said. No. That sounds so good. Here, I'm gonna pause. Do, 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 do. So we didn't go to the Michoacana. We paused the podcast for a bit, you guys. So let's jump ahead to the next part. Yeah, so her, um, yeah, that was that girl that I said, like, I was like, oh, I'll just give her a chance. Yeah. 
Um, she was cool, but I just didn't feel um, a huge spark with her. I just felt like a little one, like one where like, yeah, I could, I could be with her, but like, you know, just like I could settle for her, you know. Okay. Not in like a bad way, like she was pretty and stuff, but I just didn't, I don't know, I didn't like, um, I didn't have like a lot of motivation to like. The passion wasn't there? Yeah, there wasn't the passion, you know? So I wanted, I wanted more passion and I was just bored, literally bored. Um, she was cool though, she was nice. She had a crazy friend and I tried to like. I tried to like deal with it, but. What do you mean by crazy friend? Oh, she's just crazy. She like, just, she just like um, kind of was very like uh, moody to the extremes, like in a bipolar yeah. sense. But like, um, just like you know, like how every girl's needy, every girl's insecure, that but times ten, oh. every time, and it was just very mood swingy and. Um, she would just say and do things that were just, like, crossing the line a lot of times. Like, one time, um, my girlfriend wanted to try weed. And I was like, all right, let's do it. So we did, and then her friend came, and then, like, another one of our friend group came, and we were all chilling. It was fine. And my girl's friend um, wanted to drive us home because um, – I had smoked a little too, but I didn't even smoke a lot to really be high. I just kind of just felt it a little because I was going to work out after. Um, so I wasn't really trying to like party or nothing. You know? So I was fine to drive. Like driving high is way different than driving drunk. Driving drunk like it's dangerous, but like high, it's like you're not really, it's not like messing with your motor cortex. It's really just messing with like how you're thinking about driving. Um, obviously, if you're really fucked up, yeah, it's dangerous. But being a little high is nothing compared to being, like, drunk, drunk or buzzed yeah. when you're driving. It's nothing, nothing comparable. But, yeah, so I was like, whatever. You know, like, I was trying to be chill with her. I was trying to always, like, be cool with her, even though I didn't like her. Um, and this bitch drives like a maniac anyway. Like, the whole school knew it. Every time oh. they'd see her drive anywhere, they'd be like, why is she driving so fucking fast? Like, she would drive really fast, and she'd hit corners and turns really hard, and, like, um... Formula One type shit. She's, like, one of those girls that, like, when something's going wrong, she just starts yelling. Oh. And she's like, oh, my God! Like, no matter how small it is, it could be fucking nothing. Yeah. And she's just making a fucking deal over it. And, um... Yeah, a lot of people, like, said she was crazy. It wasn't, like... Like, I thought it, and then people would say it, and I'd feel, like, more comfortable. Like, all right, well. It's not just me. I'm not just an asshole, you yeah. know? So, yeah, so she, like, drove my car, um, and she drove it like a fucking maniac. And, like, my car is a front-wheel drive car, so you can't drift it. Mm. You won't hit the corner and drift. That's not how it's going to work. What's going to happen is, like, um, I forgot what it's called with front-wheel drive cars, but it's, like, overdrift, where, like, the wheels, the front wheels are turning, but you're going straight. Oh, okay. So, it's dangerous. Yeah. Um, and she was doing that, because she was trying to drift, and she didn't know what the fuck she was doing. Um, if any guys listening to this, they'll know what I'm talking about, if they know anything about cars, and you 
racing and shit, but um, she was doing that, and we were, like, almost crashing. We were taking up, like, two lanes at all times, just being a fucking mani- maniac, and it was literally, like, three blocks away, and she pissed me off. Like, she couldn't just drive back, and I was yelling at her the whole time to chill the fuck out, and my girl was in the front seat, I was in the back seat, and she was driving, and then we had, like, a friend on each of my side of the middle, and, like, you'd think if you just tell someone to, like, kind of respect your fucking car that you worked your ass off to get, as a high schooler, you know, buying yeah. a car as a high schooler is way different, like, you, you work, like, you've never worked before, and you're out here working, like, that was when I first started Domino's, um, but then I quit, went to a couple other places, and came back. But yeah, so the first time, I worked, like, an entire summer, like, almost 10 hours every day for, like, as many days a week as they would let me work. Yeah. And I was, that was at a really busy store, so they'd give me a lot of overtime, so I was, like, I was kind of running it up really fast, and I got that car in, like, seven months. Oh, dang. So, like, all I did, really, was, like, I saved up enough for a down payment, and then I just made, like, a couple extra thousand, and then bought the car and then just paid it off over time and yeah I felt like a fucking G I like I worked for my shit yeah. you know like a lot of kids just get stuff handed to them like nice or not but like I just felt like like accomplished um and then yeah she was driving that shit like like it was like a piece of shit car or like like she was willing to break it yeah. just for a laugh or something and I was just like that just pissed me off so much like I was like literally like fuck you like if you would have broken my car, you would have blamed me. Exactly. And that would have really pissed me off because, and like, obviously, like, like my parents really were heavy on like respecting women and stuff, and like, I had a sister. Well, I have a sister. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that was like another story. Like, another one. No, I have a sister. I have a sister, but I was trying to say like she was like awful to you in the past okay. and my sister was practically bullied me the, the worst okay um she was always like just destroying me emotionally is she your brother yeah <laughs> okay she's psycho but, no, but she was chill um and yeah so like uh i always i always like uh had like that respect so like i wasn't gonna like punch her or anything yeah as much as i really wanted to like, I was like, if this was a girl that I would, like, of all the girls in the world that I would want to punch. It would be her. It would be her, like, probably the most. Because just, like, how fucking nuts she acted and out of control and, like, like, there's a difference between being, like, out of control and having fun. And there's a di- and then there's out of control but being disrespectful and not caring. Yeah. Like, there's, like, lines that you cross that you gotta, like, slow the fuck down or people are gonna really get mad at you. And so, like. She did that, and then you, like, bro, she, you know when you, like, go over speed bumps, how people slow the fuck down? Yeah. This bitch went, like, 35 in the parking lot of the school <laughs> over the speed bumps. No way. And, like, um, the security guard, he was, like, really fucking funny at the time. Um, R.I.P. Bernard. He didn't die. He just moved schools. Oh. <laughs> 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 He was, like, he got in trouble, like, some girl, some girl, uh, he, she, she, she got, like, mad at him, and then she did that bullshit where she tried to, like, me too him and say he, like, was sexually assaulting oh her. Oh, my God. When, like, the whole school loved him. 
literally like I have I had never heard of anyone in those like two years that he was there, my junior and senior year. No one had ever had a complaint about him. Anytime he you'd see him, you'd wanna talk to him. Yeah. He's like one of those people. And so yeah, this girl tried to get him fired and did that and they had him move to another high school. But yeah, homie's so funny. He was like every time she would drive by in her car, she was always late to school and I was always just on time. So she'd drive like by me hauling ass like that. I swear to God, like almost every day, because he was that guy that was uh, the senior, like the parking lot guard, and he was like, he was like, I don't know who's buying her her new suspension, because this is, this shit's crazy. And he was like, her 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 parents must have money, because she does not give a shit about that car. She drives like a maniac, but she drove my car like that, and then this bitch parks right, and I'm like, all right, the hell is over for now. I'm like, yeah. I feel like that relief of like I'm not in a fucking car that's flying around everywhere and then she's like let's go again I'm like again there's no again and then um i'm like grabbing i'm grabbing like the transmission on like um so she can't put it in drive yeah and um she's like trying to like grab it and like she's trying to like take the brake off and shit i'm like no 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 and i'm like get the fuck out of my car and i'm like yelling at her and shit and then she's yelling she's like why are you so mean to me you're treating me like shit i'm like what the fuck did you like yeah like retarded like that's that's what i consider insane mm-hmm. like that's what it is like i and then and then i um that was back when i used twitter um and i always thought i always thought twitter was just so toxic like i'd get off twitter and i would literally like feel depressed or feel okay. sad or mad about like some bullshit that happened in, in like the world and um yeah it was pretty funny i didn't even you know how, like, they're subtweeting when you, like, talk shit about someone yeah, that you yeah. don't say? Um, basically, all I did... Was talk about her. No, I, I, um, I would write the defin- the word and definition of the word of, like, mental illnesses. Oh my God. <laughs> this bitch! I didn't even say it! I didn't even say who, I just would write the word and then the definition. Yeah. And this bitch always knew it was for her. Oh my God. So, like... Obviously, if the shoe fits. Exactly. And then, um, yeah, so she was, like, beefing with me at school. Like, she would, like, always, like, talk shit to, like, my girl and, like, their friends. Because um, she wasn't even friends with our friend group. Our whole friend group hated her. She had her own friend group. And oh, then, okay. um, they were all those, like, toxic chicks that were just, like, ugh. But, um, yeah, like, uh... She was like, I'm going to beat the shit out of him and stuff. But then when I saw her, it was like, you're, you're pretty quiet right now. You're not really doing anything yeah. you said you would do kind of shit. And I was just like, whatever. But yeah, I broke up with her because there was just like a lot of like that drama baggage. And then I wasn't even really like into her, into her to like that passionate point where like, you know, like that I really want. I want, I want to like love someone inside and out kind of deal. Yeah. Um. And just, like, uh, devote, like, I like to just, like, go all in. So, like, with trading, obviously, like, I'm trying to go all in. With working, I'm trying to go all in. Um, Life, I'm just trying to go all in. Like, I don't want to waste time. I don't want to waste my life. Because one thing we're all guaranteed is a lifetime. And that's it. Just one lifetime. You're only given one lifetime, and that could be one year. That could be a hundred yeah. years. Like, it's just a lifetime. Like, 
Um, and we're not even like if you think about like where where we live, like holy shit, like yeah. <laughs> god damn, like we really like got something just off the start, like obviously privilege, you know, even with like our disadvantages, we're like still like what I one like I mean this might be like kind of like a, a broad example, but like I wake up every day and when I'm like having a shitty day. I don't know why, but I always think, like, thank God I wasn't born in, like, North Korea. Mm-hmm. Because I would never have had a choice to have a good day. Yeah. It would have just been shit every day. I'd be starving. Like, like the fact that I have a choice to be mad instead of be happy is, like, man, like, that's kind of pathetic that I'm choosing to be mad. Yeah. I'm choosing to be, like, petty, or I'm choosing to pout and not get out there and fucking get some. Exactly, because you, know? you can have it worse. Like, I can, like, literally, we live in, like, one of the most expensive places in the world. Like, one of the most privileged. Like, I'm pretty sure London is number one, New York is number two, and LA is number three, and then San Diego's, like, eight. Like, we're in, like, the top ten, dude, and two of, like, we're in the state that has two. Like, we have, or three, actually, San Francisco. Francisco is fucking crazy um like we have so much so like the fact that like i would even get mad over some shit or just like like waste energy more than like the initial you know like you get mad about something because it just happened but to like spend an extra day or two being mad and like letting it affect your your um, attitude towards other people that have no fucking clue that happened to you like i don't know i feel like that's just fucking selfish that's, like, very selfish to do that, and at the same time, you're hurting yourself, I guess, so, like, you're kind of just being selfish and self-destructive, you know, but it's, like, like, why, like, but I think that's also why I'm very motivated is because I know what it's like to be shit on, like, I know what it's like to be in that position, so if I were to treat someone like shit, like, I swear to God, every time I treat someone like shit, I'm like, like, I feel like shit. Even if they deserved it. Like, I'm like, damn, like, I know how it feels. Feels to be in that position. To, like, absorb that energy. To, like, someone to just, like, spit at you and you just take it in. And you're just, like, you know, you just feel that, like, that lowness. And it's just, like, even if that person really deserved it, like, they really were being stupid or really were being, like, a piece of shit. It's like, like you don't want to be the person that hurt them and take them over the edge. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like, you add shit plus shit, you just have more shit. shit yeah. You're not, like, like, two rights don't make a, or two wrongs don't make a right kind of deal. It's yeah. like that. It's, it's addition. It's not multiplication. Negative times negative. It's not going to create a positive. So, like, I don't know. I kind of try to think about that every day. Um, Mexican women are difficult because they don't like white guys. Especially redheads. So. Actually, no, they like white guys. They're just not used to redheads. I don't know. We have family that has red hair, so. <coughs> We're you like do? used to. Yeah, you do. How red, though? Like me red? Like. Redder. Redder? Like, yeah, no, me red, Yeah. Redder. Yeah. Redder hair. Yeah, but. I think it depends. I don't know. For me, I don't know. I can't see myself dating a white guy. Just because, like, the culture sense. Like, with me, oh. 
Yeah. I like becoming, like, my thought is, like, if I'm going to date someone and eventually marry them, like, I want to become part of their family, oh, too, sure. as well. And, like, I don't know, like. I feel that. There's, like, a big boundary when it comes to American families. Like, they're oh, yeah. not very, like. My family's kind of dead in a way. Yeah. Like, like there's nothing. Bro, like, hanging out with you guys that one day was, like, more family time. Than I've really had in like a year. Oh really? Totally, dude. Like this is every week. <laughs> yeah, it's like this every day. Yeah. Every day? I call my dad every day, and I'm 27. Like, dude, my dad works so much that like we don't have as close of a relationship as like I do with like a friend. Like I'm closer to my friends than my family in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, like I still love them and like, dude, like honestly, like. I'm so grateful that he's my dad and that my parents are my parents, like, unbelievably grateful. Like, that's also why I want to work so hard is so I can, like, put them up in a fucking gold house on a hill and then they can do whatever the fuck they want and they don't have to worry about working and that stress because they've, like, they've they've already given me what I would consider a lifetime. Like, I've already had more than probably, like, 90% of, like, the world even is given. And, like, obviously on Instagram, we see so much fucking, like, everyone's, like, showing off. Yeah. And it's just, like, I don't know, like, we see so much of that, and those people aren't any better than the people who don't have that. Like, sometimes they're worse. Most of the time they're worse because they have that entitlement and stuff like that. But, no, yeah, that's a, it's weird with family when you're white because, like, I don't know, I feel like a little bit, though, like, um, when it comes to, like, politics, white people are, like, destroying the fucking world in a way, you know? But it's, like, it's not all white people, but it's, like, I get grouped in with that. Exactly. But I also, at the same time, are alienated by the same people. People. So it's, like, feels fucking weird. No, yeah. I would never really think about, like, how you're saying that, like, you know, you got bullied and stuff like that. Like, in my mind, it has never crossed that, like, white people can get bullied by their own. <laughs> like, you know? Like, like, people. Like, 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 wait, well, like, hold up, really? Like, you know, like, yeah. white people can be racist to other white people? Like, that makes no sense mm-hmm. to me. Like, my mind is blown right now, because, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... You know, and I was just I like, guess that's what's good about a podcast. You're learning the perspectives. Yeah. Learn about yourself. Learn about I would never people. think, like, just because you have red hair, like, you'd be mistreated or anything. Like, really, you'd never think that. No, well, like, yeah, I have redheaded friends, and yeah, I make jokes, but it's not. Yeah, like... you you bullied them. <laughs> yes, I bullied yeah. them with permission. <laughs> <laughs> you bullied them with love. Yes, exactly. See, I would like that. I'd be fine with that. Right? Yeah. You bully me with some love. Come on. Yeah. Bring but, it like, on. I never think like people would actually like just be mean to you, like. And as a kid, like, who taught them to be mean to you because of your red hair as a kid? Oh, dude, you know what I think it is? I think we all have the same feelings about ourselves. We just all portray different amounts of it. So, I have insecurities, I have confidence, I have whatever. Other people have the same thing. Just what they show is their, like, their weakest and they hold in their strongest, so they're they're more insecure than they are confident. So they hold that in, but they only show the confidence because they don't want 
you to get to that. Yeah. So with me, I was like the off opposite. Like, well, I don't know if I was the opposite, I guess. I don't know if that exactly equates, but um, maybe I seemed confident to people because I was so quiet. I don't know. I mean, I was always... You were like the White Power Ranger, you know? The White Power Ranger? Yeah. He just showed up every once in a while and wasn't really mentioned that much. That's why I don't but know But was still like the badass. You never saw the White Power Ranger? I used to watch Power Rangers, but like now that I think about it, I don't remember shit. What the heck? I just remember them like fighting in the street. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, what basically. The like in the street. Hey guys, I want to pause one more time. So this next section, I just want to do an FYI, everyone out there, just in case you guys aren't wanting to hear about this stuff, but we are going to be talking about drugs or experiences and stuff like that. I understand some people, this makes them uncomfortable. Oh, I also understand I have family members listening to this podcast. Um, I love you guys, but... This podcast is about my life, you know, and I don't want to be censored. I don't want to keep on doing what, you know, most people do and hide their true selves and like, you know, give their fairy tale life out there and just not show off the bad, the good, you know, I just want to be honest. And you guys, you know, if it's, it's time to be honest and yes, I have tried the marijuana, the ganja, you know, let's normalize it. Everyone goes through a time in their life where they want to try different things. Sometimes it's drugs. Sometimes it's like skydiving, you know, it's like, it can be anything. Um, judge me if you want. I tried it. I'm not saying go out and try it. I'm not trying to promote drugs or anything. Um, you know, everyone does their own thing at their own time. Everyone starts drinking at their own time, either if it's before 21, after 21. You know, we all have different life experiences, and I just don't feel like um, you should judge anyone about that. Everyone lives their own life, and they choose how to live their own life. And, like, I guess, like, I just, you know, just want to let you know, like, hey, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to talk about it. I might talk about it more in other episodes. Uh, but, you know, just don't be a chismoso or chismoso. You know, like, I know how, like, especially Hispanic families can be like, oh, my God, can you believe she did this or that? You know, like, let me just say, I, my parents know. They found out. We've had talks, you know. Um, but just, hey, if it changes the way you view me, that's fine. If it doesn't, that's cool. You know, like, I'm still Angie, you know? Finished school, got my degree, have a great career. Like, I think, you know, I'm not a disappointment. I don't think it's something, like, that needs to be, like, presented to my whole, like, you know, just be gossiped about or anything because I'm pretty sure everyone else has something in their skeletons in their closets, you know? And, um... Hopefully this doesn't come back as like, you know, bad on me because I'm just trying to be honest or anything. Um, 
so yeah, I guess bottom line, like, snitches get stitches. Just kidding. No, they don't. Like, I'm not going to fucking beat up anyone. But, you know, like, if you're not okay with it or you don't want to know, then, you know, this is the end of the episode for you. But, you know, if you care to know about experiences and just talk about it, like, you know, listen on. It's nothing, like, big or anything. Um, yeah, and hopefully you guys are cool with it and you guys don't judge me. Thanks. Uh, yeah, you're, you're how old and you haven't done that? 
Well, I have a gummy right now that my friend gave me. It's a sativa one. I don't know how many milligrams, but like, so I took it when I had first. I I took it when I first broke up with my boyfriend, and um, I needed a place to crash, and they let me stay here, and I was like, I needed sleep, and I was like, my friend was like, if you're gonna take this, only take half of it, because when she actually had took the gummy, she took the gummy and then went in to take a shower with her husband, and she fainted. What? In the shower, because she, like, passed the fuck out. Damn. And she what? was I know, and I didn't believe her. I was like, a gummy cannot be that strong. I've never strong. heard that, but yeah, they can be that strong. Yeah, I've never, I never realized that. it could be that strong. And so, like, you know, he had just broken up with me. I was, like, fucking crying. I just could not deal with my life. And I was like, I'm just going to take a fucking weed gummy right now. Took that shit. Oh, no. Within, like, the first, like, 15 minutes, like, you feel like you're buzzed. Yeah, you do. It's yeah, weird. yeah, it's super weird. It hasn't, like done its thing yet, yeah, but yeah. you feel it. Yeah. And then, like, I started getting cotton mouth, and, oh, like, I yeah. really <laughs> drink oh, the water. Yeah. And then, like, everything started just numbing itself, and I was like, oh, and I think Jess was there, and I was, like, trying to play it cool. I don't know, I don't think you noticed, Jess. I didn't. Could yeah, you? I was, like, trying to play it like, cool. <laughs> I don't even remember it. Oh, I was, my God, I that's trying, the worst feeling. You're trying to act normal? Normal, yeah. You're trying to do the best impression of yourself? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm going to go to bed now, and, and she's like, yeah, girl, yeah. And then I just, like, lay in bed, and I was like, I'm gone and just yeah, like did not fuck. wake up. Edibles are serious shit though. Yeah. Dude. You gotta like man, that's mm-hmm. pretty crazy. It's crazy how people usually their first time is edibles because they don't want to smoke it. Yeah. But no. it's processed like it's like ten times stronger than if you smoked it. Mm-hmm. Like if you smoked the same amount as you ate an edible, oh, it wouldn't. It would be like one tenth of the feeling. Oh, so really? like yeah. So because it's processed differently, like through your stomach and like liver and stuff than like through just the bloodstream but yeah that's pretty fucking nuts i think do i remember my first weed high how old were you i do do. i remember how old were you okay so how old was i it was the summer from eighth grade to ninth grade no. Yeah. What? Oh my god, no. Yeah, dude. You were a baby. Dude, you want to know something crazy? It wasn't even my idea. No. Oh my god. I just kind of fell into it with the friends I was with. Okay. I wasn't even a stoner or anything. Like, I was just like, I want to try it. You know, I want to, mm-hmm. like, understand how it feels. But um, the first two times, I didn't even get high. Okay. I was trying, but I, like, would cough from the smoke. Cause I, was it a joint? Like, was baby it? lungs. Yeah, so a joint. It was okay. a joint. Um, my friends would be like, yeah, we're high. And I'm like, why? I don't... I just didn't get it. And then um, the third time, we, like... Like, I was becoming a <laughs> freshman. My friend was younger, actually. He was becoming an eighth grader. He just had a late birthday, though. Okay. You know, like, we were, par- like, we were like barely a couple months apart. Okay. But he was a year, like, younger. So... We are hanging out with, like, these older high schooler kids, like, seniors. Like, they had cars and shit. And I remember, um, I was, like, a very, like, clean, straightforward, or straight-edge kind of kid. So, like, I, like, never did bad shit. But when I did bad shit, it was because I, I, like, felt like I wanted to break that mold. Okay. So, I was, like... Like, you wanted to prove yourself. I wanted to, yeah, prove myself. And, like, I just felt like I was missing out. So, I was, like, I want to do something. And then, um... 
So yeah, we we were gonna go. We we're going to smoke weed, and we we're in La Jolla, just living that like that mm-hmm. life I was talking about. That nice ass shit. Like, um, we're, my friend lived on like a beach house and stuff. And so, um, we were like with his friends. They were older, and they drove us to like this spot on like a, a trail, like a hiking trail, and it was so fucking dope because. You know when you're on trails and like sometimes there's just like a wall of bushes, they like cut out a little hole and it was like literally like probably like waist high or, or smaller. Mm-hmm. We crawled through the hole and it was like a dome of like this tree that created like a dome. So you think it's a giant bush, but it's actually just a huge like dome and they they made a tree house in that and like no one knew it was there. So it was their own it's little so like cool. private weed spot, and they they brought like chairs and a table and all this shit up there. They had like literally spent time on it, and when I was going through the little hole in the bushes, they were standing like on the other side, and they were like, "You can't tell anyone about this. This is you don't even know where you are. You were never here. <laughs> if you tell anyone, like we'll find you." Like they were straight like yeah. drug cartel on me, oh and, shit. My God. and I was like, "Yo, I was like, I'm not even from here. I'm just friends with him," and then. They were like, oh, okay, and then they were chill with him, so like, whatever. And then they were like, oh, so it's your first time? And I was like, yeah, I've never done it. And then they're like, they're like, oh, okay, it's gonna be chill. And I was like, okay. And then we fucking climbed up in the treehouse. You know how like treehouses, you like walk up to and it's like a ladder. Yeah. It wasn't like that. It was like there were like roots everywhere from the tree, and they put like wood planks, making like steps, like walking up the roots. It was really dope. Yay. Really dope. And then, um. They, like, we all sat down on, like, they had, like, this platform up on the tree. And we were, like, they had a bong there. Like, just sitting there. Like, they had left it there. Okay. It was really dope. And then, um, they had, like, the weed. And I was, like, I was just, like, looking at everything. You know, when you're, like, new to something, you're just looking at everything, just, like, confused. But, like, you're, like, this is it. This is it. And then, um, yeah, like, they, um, they were, like, all right. And they were hitting the bong. And you know when you're first time doing a bong, you have no fucking clue how it works. I've never hit the bong, so I'm like... Yeah, you have no clue how it works. No so you'll look at it, you'll look at it, and you'll be like, what the fuck? Like, you'll try to figure it out. You'll have someone help you. So that's what I did. Um, they were like, they were like, all right, here, um, what do they do? They, like, packed me, like, a bowl or something, um, and they all were, like, hitting it, and then they were like, here, it's your turn. And I was like, oh, shit, it's my turn. And then they were, um, I was like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, help me. Just tell me what to do. Yeah. And they're like, look, it's easy. You just light it, inhale, and then take it out, put it back in. I was like, I was like, I don't even know what you just said. And then they did it for me, and I just inhaled. And then they were like, damn, that was a good hit. And I was like coughing. Like, I, like after they said that, I started coughing for like minutes. Like, oh. like I was like, fuck. And then. Literally, like, during, like, I feel like if you smoke weed and it's your first time, this is, like, what happens to everyone, I feel like. But, like, right when you're done coughing, you, like, look up from, like, the cough and you're, like, what the fuck? I just went through a portal. Yeah. Like, you're, like, you're high, you know? It's that quick. Oh, wow. Okay. So, like, I was, like, whoa. And I was, like, looking around, like, what the fuck just happened? Like, like I feel very different, but I don't know how to put my finger on it, kind of. And then they were, like, you good? And they're, like, do you feel it? I was like, I don't know, I think so. 
and they're like, maybe you should take more, <laughs> which you shouldn't. You okay. should definitely not. Like, you should just take just one, one hit. Just one hit, and that's it. Give it 20 minutes to an hour until you want another one. But, um, yeah, so, like, I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'm going to just chill for a sec. And then they kept, like, smoking and talking. And I was sitting there, and they were, like, talking. And I was like, every time I looked at someone's face, my, like, vision zoomed in on their face. And everything else around it was, like, blurry. Blurry? Okay. It was, like, focus mode on, like, mm. portrait mode on, like, your iPhone. It was, like, that. It was really cool. But I was, like, I was, like, what the fuck is going on? This is crazy. Like, oh, and I, like, felt good. I felt, like, good in a way to where, like, you just want to smile good. Yeah. And I was, like, I was, like, this is cool. And then, um, they were, like, <laughs> and then they were, like, can you, they were, like, fixing their treehouse. Because they're, like, look. You don't want to be a lazy, fat stoner. They were, like, teaching me. And I kind of am glad that they taught me a little bit. But they were like, look, you don't want to be lazy. You don't want to add to that stereotype. We call ourselves productive stoners. And I was like, oh okay. My God. And they're like, when we get high, we do shit. I was like, all right. I didn't know it was like that. It yeah. was a party thing. And then um, they start, like, fixing the treehouse. And they're like, hey, can you grab me that broom? And it's, like, on, it's, like, on the ground. Like, I had to climb down while I was, like, high as fuck. Oh, God. My first time. And I was, like, going, climbing down, I was just, like, like like you said, super slow. Yeah. Like, I was slow. Everything was slow. And they were, like, you good? You taking a while. And I was, yeah. like, bitch. <laughs> my first time, I don't know what's going on. And I remember, like, getting to the to the broom to give it to them. And I remember I felt like I did, like, a whole chapter in a book just there. I was, yeah. like, whoa. And I turned around. And I was, like, I got to go back. Yeah. Like, I, I actually think I, I think I remember they were, like, they were like, they were like, what are you doing? Come back. And I was like, I was like, I was like, you want me to come back? Oh my God. <laughs> and they, I think I said that. I think I remember. They're like, yeah, we need the broom. And they're like, you can just throw it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but yeah, I brought it back. And then I just remember sitting there like, what the fuck? And then it started getting dark. And you know, when it starts getting dark and it's not dark, but it's starting to get dark mm-hmm. and you're like, we got to go. Yeah. That was what, that was the time we didn't. Cause that was back when like iPhones were like. No one had them. Only mm-hmm. some people had them. Yeah. It wasn't like the the world. And so, I didn't have an iPhone then. I had a shitty little phone. So I was like, not you know you don't check you don't check the phone. Yeah. Because it's not there's nothing on it. No so one's gonna text you. No like, one cares. Yeah. And so like I just remember like I was like yo this is crazy and we like left and then um they like dropped us off somewhere but they didn't drop us off at our friend my friend's house. Uh, I think they dropped us off at, like, Ralph's or something because we wanted to eat. Okay. And then um, we each got, like, a rotisserie chicken, and we each <laughs> ate a whole rotisserie chicken. It's the best time Dude, to eat food. It like, was it, great. Like, it's so different. I was eating, and I didn't know that munchies was a thing. Like, I just had heard them say munchies, but I didn't really understand that, like, you're hungry as fuck. Yeah. So, like, I ate the whole thing, and I, I mean, I used to eat a lot anyway, so I was just like, I was like, that was good. And then my friend was like, holy shit, you ate the whole thing? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I was going to save some, but I guess. And then he ate it. And then we skated home. It was like two miles. We actually, you know, that might have been another night, but I don't know. Maybe I'll tell that story later. But we um, we skated like home down this freaking huge hill because La Jolla is just hills. We skated down this huge hill. And I remember I was like high. And I was like, dude. How am I skating while I'm high? Aren't you like not able, not supposed to be like able to do stuff while you're high? It was the it was the trippiest thing, like okay. learning that new drug. But see, I wish I would have tried it when I was younger. Mm. Not just because, like, I just feel like I tried it when I was too old. 
type of thing, and I felt like I, I sound ridiculous. Like, oh yeah, I tried weed for the first time at 25. <laughs> I don't know why that my water spilled, but it spilled. But yeah. I don't know. I felt like I should have done it in college. In college, I was all about like grades, get my degree, you know, like yeah, make mom and dad proud type of thing. You're grinding. Yeah, and like I didn't date through high school, through college. It was just all about. Oh, I, I had to be secretive. Yeah. I had to be secretive. I couldn't just date, you know? Yeah. I had to, like, hide everything. Well, I kind of dated when I started working at Legoland. And I also had an internship at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I would have night rotations. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, obviously... Oh, that's my sister. Pause. Pause. For the very choppy ending, no, I did not lose audio or anything like that. But, um, actually... We ended up deciding to go get ice cream last minute, so we completely forgot about recording and ending. Ty, thank you for coming on and just talking about life. Like, I really enjoyed it. I'm so glad that I'm getting to know you, and thanks, you guys. And if you are interested in being in an episode and you guys just want to talk, just hit me up. Just remember, this is Just Angie, and we will talk about anything on here, so thanks for listening.